everybody, this is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 14, and this one is titled Garden Update. Yeah, I'm actually doing a garden update on location in the garden, sitting on my little wooden bench and just taking a look here at how things are going. So I am actually on location. I just want to talk about a couple things. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've seen how some things are shaping up. had some successes and I've had some failures, and it's probably time to talk about those. So it is mid-August, and things are really starting to kick into high gear, high production. Let's talk about a couple things that are doing well. Got some planes coming in, so there will be some noise. That's okay. You guys can deal with it. We'll also deal with the mosquitoes. You guys don't have to deal with those. Uh, It is our state bird here in Minnesota. But um, let's talk about what's doing really well. Tomatoes are starting to come on. Each plant has, well, almost every plant has some tomatoes going right now. My Romas, I'm looking at those right now. They're looking really good, um, starting to bear fruit, and that's great because they are in the shade. I have a lilac here right by bed number one, my long bed, and uh, these tomatoes on the west end of the bed do get a lot of shade. So the Romas, they're starting to bear. Uh, There's a cherry tomato plant that's actually starting to put some fruit out too, so I'm pretty pleased about that, but the Romas are doing better. The Amish paste, I've got a few of those. They have exceeded the height of the trellis, so it's time to cut their growing tip. I've even, even lowered them, so they're probably closer to eight feet tall or so. So I'm going to lower them and or actually cut the growing tip and that'll force i'm hoping force uh production down the line i also do need to do some trimming um, with me lowering those plants some of the lower branches are getting close to the ground i want to trim those i don't want these plants picking up any kind of blight i also will be uh cutting suckers on these plants as well they've all seemed to have gotten a little unruly in the sucker department and so they need to be trimmed up now the Apacaromas, that's my fourth variety here. I've got four of those. Only four survived um, the uh, the seedling process in my basement with with the, the mildew there. Yeah, mildew is going to be a common theme. Those are producing well except one plant. And that's, uh, I think I got a little too aggressive and I think I cut the growing tip too early and it's just not producing anything. So I've actually got a volunteer I'm going to replace this alpaca aroma and put a volunteer in today that's going to happen today i talked about it um last week i think and it just never happened um i do have other tomatoes sprinkled around the garden and each one is doing well in its own right some of them got planted a little late but uh, they're coming on strong i've got an amish paste that's starting to bear fruit another chair a couple cherries are starting to bear fruit and uh, i've got two actually three plants uh, with some tomatoes starting to ripen up, so I'm I'm getting pretty pleased. I did have one ripe tomato and some little varmint decided to gnaw on it, uh, so I lost that one. And then a couple cherry tomatoes that were low to the ground got eaten up as well. So that's the way it goes sometimes in the garden, guys. Bed number two, I've got um, <laughs> I've got peas that are still going, which is amazing. They don't like the heat, but they're still bearing. Uh, they're still making peas over there, so that's great. And I think what's helping them is that they are in the shade a lot of the time. 
Uh, I planted bush beans, and when I planted some bush beans, I thought they were bush beans, but they're actually pole beans. And so those pole beans are taking over, and there's only like two or three plants, but man, they have gone bananas in that box, and they are producing, uh, they are getting huge. Fortunately, they have not gone up in the lilac like last year, and I had 15-foot high uh, beans that were up 15 feet high. I had to get the ladder out to try to get them. It was kind of a nightmare. Uh, and then I've also got two tomato plants in there that are doing quite well. Beans and peas are nitrogen fixers, so those those plants are actually rocking. They'll be up to the they'll be up to the trellis here probably in a week and a half or so. So hopefully they'll start putting out a lot of tomatoes too. Bed number three, that's my far south bed, my three by eight bed. I had garlic in there this year, and I also had onions in there. Onions, let's talk about garlic first. I did get garlic this year. That was my first year growing it. Was not real impressed with the size of the garlic that came out, but the stuff is really good. It's a Georgia fire garlic. I think that's the variety. Uh, It is spicy. I really like it. It's just the cloves are tiny. I've got one uh, garlic plant still growing and hopefully, and actually I have a volunteer that I found in the compost pile that started to sprout. So I put that in the ground as well. So I've got a couple garlic plants still going in there. The rest are onions and (laughs) my onions, even in box one where I had my red onions, which were actually quite strong, coming along quite well. White onions in box three they have been decimated. I, animals have been digging them up, and I've been finding them high and dry on top of the ground, no no roots. They've just gotten killed by the by the rodents or the, the squirrels or chipmunks. So I don't know if they think they're nuts or what, but I don't have many onions at all. So I'm a little bummed out about that. It has not grown well this year. Really disappointed. Um, in my containers, I have oregano, and I have two tomatoes that are volunteers in there. They're doing quite well. Uh, and I'm using a wicking system with that. I've got a Tupperware lid down, and I get a little bit of water in there, maybe a half an inch of water in there, and then the pot. It's a terracotta pot, and uh, the water wicks up from the bottom. It stays watered. It's just going great, and I've got two tomato volunteers in there that I have to, I don't know what I'm going to do with. In the in the bin next to it, I've got, um, it's, a, it's a recycle bin, so what is it, like, not even two by four. It's like a uh, one and a half by two uh, recycle bin. And I had potatoes in those two bins, but my one um, set of potatoes did not do well. They just died out. So I dropped two tomatoes in there, and the tomato plants are doing quite well. Uh, and then the last bin, I've got uh, red red potatoes going in there, and uh, seems to be doing well. We'll find out. Um, so I'm not going to have a huge potato crop this year either. So, so let's see. We've got onions that didn't do great. Garlic is kind of an eh. And then... Um, uh, onions, garlic. Oh, and then my potatoes were kind of a, uh. So I've got three uh's. <laughs> Not very good. Well, let's see. In beds four and five, those are my elevated two by four. Each bed is two by four. And I've also got the vertical garden on there. This thing was going gangbusters. Just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. 150 basil plants strong. A number of parsley plants. The parsley is just rocking and looking awesome. I've got a volunteer tomato in there. I'm going to replace that that a pack aroma in bed one with that volunteer here today (sighs) basil was rocking until let's see i started noticing things when i when i cut nine gallons of basil the other day or the other week and then i came we had rains a lot of rain this week i came out and the basil just getting devastated it's got downy mildew and uh some of the plants are just too far gone i need to remove the whole 150 plants they've just got mildew and they're done they're toast 
So I've got to remove those plants today and throw them out. I can't even compost it because I don't want the spores around. And I'm trying to decide what to do with the soil, if I should keep the soil or uh, take that out and get rid of it. Uh, it's not that much soil and uh, would also allow me to get a middle support in, but um, really disappointed. I, I was having such a great basil crop and it's just been devastated. I'll try to save what I can to process it, dry it, but a lot of it is just garbage. It's just toast. So disappointing, really disappointing. Um, it's what I wanted. I really wanted a lot of basil this year. I got quite a bit of it. I wanted more <laughs> being a greedy gardener, gardener that I am. Uh, and to lose a whole crop like that is just, it's just sick. It makes me sick. So, uh, you know, how do you prevent it? Um, you know, from what I read, if it is downy mildew, what I read is uh, we didn't have this until a few years ago. It came over um, from Uganda, I believe, and they're really struggling with it. Um, I've got some uh, peonies that are upwind that have uh, mildew on it, powdery mildew on it, so I don't know if it's a cousin of it. Parsley does not seem to have it. It is all hitting the basil, and it's hitting it hard. I just worry that if I put uh, greens in here like I want to do, that it's the spores are in the soil, and it's going to get all over the, the lettuces. So I really, in my greens, I just don't want it. I don't want it. So I'll put some green onions in there. I might just change out the soil. I just, I'm just so irritated right now. I just don't know what to do about that. I'll think about it. But the vertical gardening is a winner. It's a winner. This is a good system. You can grow a lot of food in there. Um, I think uh, to pre prevent something like this, um, don't water at night. It's the same with blight and tomatoes, septoria. Don't water at night. Um, water in the morning so it has a chance to evaporate. Keep the plants in the sun, which these get full sun, so I don't know. I just don't know. Um, you know, I think Johnny Seeds has some seeds that are treated for this kind of thing. But... Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just irritating. Uh, so, um, you know, some people said I'll oh, use milk to treat it, but these are too far gone. I just can't believe how bad it's devastated. Oh, and, and plant spacing. Some of these plants are pretty close together. I planted in tents on purpose, and um, yeah, it's just getting devastated. It's, it's just transferred to the plants. And What's interesting, interesting observation is the lowest tier plants, so the plants in the 2x4 section are pretty bad. The plants that are on the first tier of the rain gutter are just getting hammered. And I think, you know, with all the rain, uh, there's drain holes. And I'd stacked, the way I have it stacked is that the one layer is right, the one, the first rain gutter is underneath the, the top rain gutter. So water would drain down and just hammer these plants. It's just, it makes me ill. I just, I'm looking at it and it makes me angry. So, uh, lesson learned there, I guess. I might grow some more in my basement just because I'm kind of defiant and pissed off about it. <laughs> I think I will. Uh, and more about that in a second. So, uh, and then my gorilla bed. I've got three zucchini plants. Great buds on these. They're looking really good. And uh, I don't see any zucchini growing yet. So... I've got my fingers crossed. We're still early. But I would really like to get some zucchini out of this just because uh, I don't do squash. I don't do zucchini just because they chew up so much room in the garden. I just figured I would give them a shot, and uh, we'll see. 
Uh, and then last but not least, the rhubarb is kicking. That is growing nicely. But, you know, you can't destroy the stuff. It's like it's like apocalypse uh, proof. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. Uh, so I'll get another harvest out of that, and it's probably ready to, to go right now. I did put some peppers in the 3x8 bed, and uh, the rabbit has been chewing on those. So I don't think I'll get any peppers out of that. But I just had some extra ones. I had harvested off the garlic and just cycled them in. Now I do have, on the driveway, I've got my wicking bed systems, the hybrid rain gutter grow systems. The first one with the 10 baskets and the 3 inch pipe, uh, the jalapenos, my first three jalapenos that survived are kicking butt. They are loaded with jalapenos and I am so stoked about that. So, um, you know, I've got a trellis on all of my beds, well most of my beds, with the rain gutter grow system, this is the first year I put peppers in here that have gotten any size so I've been using bamboo stakes and rope and twine to uh, give these peppers extra support you'll find that if you don't in a big storm like we've been having they'll just blow over plus they get top heavy and they'll start to fall over so I've got peppers I've got jalapeno peppers I've got some green peppers showing Um, there's one plant that's kind of actually two plants that are kind of struggling and then I've got a dill plant that's actually starting to take off the rabbit is left that one alone so thank goodness awesome happy happy and then i've got my new wicking bed system built a trellis i think a week ago but the or two weeks ago the and i need to put a video up on that in a in a in an article this week but i've got eight pepper plants in there with loaded with peppers it's going to be awesome one really nice pepper probably the biggest one i've ever grown and i'm stoked about it but they have a lot of peppers you compare this bed with the other hybrid rain gutter grow system and uh, this one is just by far just rocking. It's awesome. So check out Instagram, Small Scale Life on Instagram. I've got a ton of pictures on here of it. And uh, I'll be writing an article about it too to complete, to try to complete off the, uh, the vertical garden series. I think I'll have two or three articles on, on different trellis systems. Um, and, then, and then I'll do one on wicking systems. It's all going to tie into with what's coming next. And then I've got eight cucumber plants in this, um, in this wicking bed. And my God, they are producing. They're producing nicely. I've got two cucumbers I'll harvest today for salads. And I got a number coming. And I want pickles, baby. So I can't believe the number of buds on this system. But, you know, cucumber is like 90% water. So this system totally makes sense for cucumbers. It's just awesome. So if you compare this, this wicking bed the cucumbers in this wicking bed I planted these the same time as the three that are in the tomato bed and you look at the difference in growth it's just astronomical um the ones in the wicking bed have more buds look better and are just well they get more sun too but uh the ones in the uh tomato box are good but they just don't have the the buds and they just don't have the cucumbers coming like the wicking bed so that's a tour around the garden for what I have right now. Um, back down in the chair. And just talking about what's coming. Um, it's time for fall planting. I'm going to do a post about this, talk about what we're going to do for fall. Um, it's time for the Grow Your Greens Challenge to come back again with a vengeance and a storm. So uh, I will be um, starting up that process. And, I'm, and I want to try... Um, 
conversations I've had with a local author, his name is Aaron Clary, was on his podcast yesterday talking about it, and then it'll be published here in the near future, Captain Capitalism at blogspot.com. Um, we were talking about wicking beds and for prepping and also for uh, my vision is to introduce people to gardening using just small wicking bed systems that you could put on your driveway or on your on your deck you know on your on your patio or even in the basement to start plants but i've got a plan i'm going to test it start prototyping it out this week and uh, we'll see what it does i'm just really stoked about it i think it's going to be pretty cool so kind of the same principle as the wicking bed that I've got in the driveway right now, but, but um, kind of a self-contained system, more like a traditional wicking bed you'd find down in Australia with a, uh, with a fill pipe, a, a drain tile, a sand or rock layer where the drain tile is. So that's your bottom. It's kind of like lasagna. So that's your bottom layer of noodles so to speak then you have a barrier and that'll be a some landscape fabric so the the you'll have for your bottom noodle layer that's your that's your pipe that's your sand or your perlite or vermiculite layer or rock then you have your cheese which is your landscape fabric and then you'll have your growing material your your good soil your compost vermiculite peat moss mix that good mix on top so i'm going to build a couple of these and i'm going to start the fall crops in those and i'm going to prototype it out and see what works how it works um, and see what it does so if everything goes according to plan i'll make up a bunch of these and have it available for you guys to try i think that's that's the game plan see what works and how it works and uh, see if we can introduce some introduce some people to gardening in a small scale this has also got my juices flowing to think about small-scale gardening, that blog, and uh, what to do with that. Maybe this is where that resides. You know, this is the product. So anyway, just things I'm thinking about. I've also got a ton. I just was downloading GoPro videos. I've got garden updates dating back to the early season that I just haven't gotten to, haven't uploaded. So I'm going to start going to start trying to get a little more organized on my blog end. You'll notice I had a couple posts here this weekend, but um, we're moving the fitness updates to Fridays or Saturdays. We're going to shoot for the podcast in the middle of the week, and we're going to shoot for um, a garden update or a garden story at the front end of the week. So we'll go through the weekend, get some things done, take video, podcast like this or, or whatever, and then post that up on Mondays so you can see what we actually got done, what we're harvesting, what we're processing. So that is the game plan moving forward. We'll see how that works out, but I'm really going to try to be uh, consistent here because I've been spotty in July. So we're going to crank it up and get production, get stuff done. Other than that, we're going to be doing a lot of preservation, food preservation in the near future. With all of these tomatoes, we're going to have salsa and we got to make a lot of salsa. Be processing some pesto today with whatever I can salvage out of these morbid mildewed plants. I've also got a bushel of corn coming, so we're going to make corn relish. And I'm going to use as many products, many uh, vegetables as I can from my garden for that. Uh, effort. Lots of things coming. Beans, peas, yes, we've got those too. Looking at some green beans that have started. I tell you, these pole beans are productive as hell, but man, they take over. I actually saw some things on my travels that I will try in the future to kind of control those, to control that growth, give you guys some options because they're productive, but man, they just take over. They're crazy. Other than that, check me out on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm posting a two or three posts a day on Instagram. That goes up into Twitter and Facebook. Thank you all. If you are following us there, thank you for following us on Instagram. We're up to eight or 900 followers there. We've got almost 500 on Facebook. 
thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My gosh, we broke a thousand. We're almost up to twelve hundred listens or downloads since uh, since we started there. And I just posted over the weekend a uh, a post from a conversation I had with Charles Hugh Smith. He's an author, blogger of TwoMinds.com blog, and uh, really interesting conversation. So check that out. A uh, little different perspective. And then I was on the Sample Show, did a podcast there. So Drew should be getting that up soon. And uh, we're looking at some great guests here. I interviewed the Plant Charmer on Instagram. We're going to be talking about his the future plans and what he's got going on and what's working with the vertical gardens in his world so um yeah it's fun we're just getting a lot going fitness challenge is coming so stay tuned if you want to join that that should be fun other than that you know stay tuned we've got a lot of stuff on the plate a lot of stuff in works in the works so uh stay tuned good stuff is coming uh thank you for listening and uh check us out like our stuff talk to your friends about us we're looking to grow so thank you everyone We'll talk to you soon. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember, learn, do, and grow. Hey guys, this is Tom from Small Scale Life and doing a little postscript, a little PS to the Garden Update podcast. After I stopped the show yesterday, I went and cleared out all of the basil. So all the basil and the whole garden is gone, completely gone. Um, I got, uh, it was pretty interesting that the the roots in the gutters, they uh, the basil roots, they were pretty much root bound in there and uh, just clearing everything out. I was kind of on the fence whether I was going to lose the so- get rid of the soil or not. You know, with with mildew spores all over the place, I just I was a little uncomfortable putting lettuce in there and um, having those get uh, you know greens and lettuce and have that get mildew as well. But um, because the basil was so root bound in there, all the soil came out too. So I have a clean slate. There is no soil, well, hardly any soil in those gutters. So I'll be adding new soil. So also lets me. Um, Gives me an opportunity to put in a middle support. If you guys been uh, checking out some of the quick videos I've been showing, I've I've talked about the uh, how the middle of the rain gutter rain gutter system uh, is a little loose and really should have a bolt in it or a, a screw in it to keep it in place, keep it upright. Otherwise, it kind of tips forward and things kind of sp- the soil and the water spills out in the big rainstorm. So I'll get a chance to do that. I also wanted to note that as I was finishing up, I noticed, uh, I took a look at my zucchini plants because I was trying to see if I was going to get any zucchini this year. I've, I've, I've had buds. I've seen them come and go and I haven't uh, seen any zucchini start. But as I was looking at it, I noticed um, that stems were kind of blasted open and they had holes in it and, and just didn't look right. All three plants. So that is an immediate red flag. So if you're growing squash or zucchini, uh, look at your stems, look at them often. Seeing holes in your stems is a bad sign because that, my friends, is the sign, the mark of death. It is the squash borer, the evil squash borer. It's a little caterpillar, grows and and tunnels its way through your squash and then becomes a moth and lays more eggs. So you really want to check out your stems and of your squash. I've got a, and, and zucchini. I've got a See if, um, you know, I, I looked through the plants. I did find an offending little bugger. Found a squash borer, caterpillar. almost looks like a grub. Yesterday, I've got a picture on Instagram and on Facebook. I'll be writing a post about it. But check your squash, check your zucchini. You can stop this if you catch it early. They're really active in the middle of summer. I'm going to see if I can save these plants. Uh, I'd really like to get some some of my own zucchini this year. So check your plants. It's always the best, the best prevention, the best 
fertilizer. The best is give it a little tender, loving care. So check your check your squash, check your zucchini, and hopefully you don't get squash borers. Uh, the devastation, the uh, the amount of devastation these guys can create is pretty amazing. So you're looking for holes in the stalks of your zucchini or squash. You're looking for a little sawdust, and it it it, it does look like sawdust as they tunnel through the stems of your um, of your plants. But really, the uh, the devastation in the stalks will be your first tip. But um, if you want to see what one looks like, go to my Instagram or Facebook account or wait for the uh, wait for the post. So that's all I got for you. So the, so the zucchini, uh, we're going to try to resuscitate that. The basil is gone. All of it is gone. I got about two gallons, two gallon bucket full of, of basil. So I'm going to, that was salvageable. So I'll try to uh, dry that in the dehydrator. And uh, it's time to gear up for fall. Now is the time. So I will be planting greens like crazy. And uh, like I said uh, earlier in the podcast, I got some plans to see if I can grow this inside. And um, I might even plant a little more basil, put it put it away from where all the mildew was and see if I can get that to grow. So until next time, this is Tom from Small Scale Life Podcast. Continue to learn, do, and grow. Thanks for tuning in and being part of the family and make sure you share this and, and uh, talk about it with others. Share the, share the good word. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.